Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Good morning, Erica. Hello, Kimmy Culp. How are you? New homeowner, Kimmy Culp. This is true. This is true. I have finally moved into a new home, and I'm very excited. I have many, many unboxes to unpack and a lot of decluttering in front of me, but I am happy to be settled. First impressions? It feels right. It feels right. I haven't looked back. I don't think any of us have. It, it feels our COVID move, our instincts were right. So I'm excited. That's awesome. I can't wait to come yes. crash and um, hang out in your backyard. Yeah, I can't wait to have you over. Speaking of uh, looking to the future and, and hopeful and positive change, we'll just transition right into talking about our, our latest episode. Yes. And today we're going to talk about hopes and fears, right? Yes. More specifically, how to choose hope over fear, what to do when you're feeling hopeless, um, very practical strategies for getting yourself out of despair and into a more positive, hopeful headspace. And can you inform people, Erica, why we are talking about choosing hope over fear today? <laughs> so we're talking about choosing hope over fear because of our uh, latest guest, Chris Norton, who is um, has a wonderful new documentary film made about his life uh, available out now called Seven Yards. But we had him on our show last week, and he told us his story about uh, when he was a college football player look into the future, all the hopes and dreams in the world. And um, an accident on the football field left him paralyzed from the neck down. So really tragic story. Um, and as you can imagine, when something like that happens, you everything that you thought you knew about your life and your future is completely upended. And he just to to give you a brief synopsis if you haven't listened to the episode he um he ends up marrying this lovely woman who is just incredible adorable let's just call her a saint she's, she's a, a freaking saint. saint i mean really <laughs> i i intimidated by her saintliness <laughs> and um basically she's adopted like uh, 700 foster children and I mean she is a truly a saint yes I mean that was her dream her dream was to become a foster mom and you know she helped Chris so much fulfill his dreams of walking across the stage at his college graduation to pick up his diploma walking down the aisle so when she said hey I want to be a foster parent he was like all right Let's do this. Let's do it. 
Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but back on track away from the, his, his saintly wife, which you will <laughs> hear all about her if you watch their Netflix film or listen to last week's episode. But this idea of, which is way easier than it sounds. Yes, obviously. And I do have to say on this podcast that we have been very intentional because I think ultimately what we talk about is post-traumatic growth and that on the other end of really difficult things, people often grow and um, grow in ways that are meaningful, that are positive, um, and, and that ultimately... Um, allow them to leave more fulfilling lives, lives with more perspective, often lives with um, a new sense of meaning or purpose. And that isn't always the case. And I, and I also think we have to be really careful, right, to not tie these things up into a bow, right? right. To just say, we tell all these difficult stories and at the end, everything is wonderful because as we all know, that's bullshit. That's not how life works. That's not how it is. And um, and all of our guests would say the same thing. Yes. There is not always a glass of lemonade after you squeeze lemons. It's just not correct. Not always possible. Yes. There's not lemonade. There's not chilled rosé. There's not. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, but there is growth. I mean, I think almost categorically every single episode People have grown and people also make very conscious choices like Chris today. And we're going to talk about the choice of hope that have huge positive outcomes and implications on the quality of their life and the quality of the life of the people around them, especially the people they live with. In this case, Chris's saintly wife and his children. Um, and so there are those choices there, right, about um, choosing how you perceive something, um, choosing how you view your abilities versus your disabilities, and, um, and choosing how you view the, the potential outcomes of your future. So he was really profound in the interview, and I think it's ultimately something that saved him or at least saved the quality of, of his life. And he has an incredible quality of life, I think, because of, of his, um, he, he said by nature, he's a optimistic person. He's a faithful person. He's a hopeful person. Um, but he also said he has to try really hard, that it, it comes easy, but that doesn't mean he doesn't have to work for it. Um, right. But he did talk about choosing hope over fear. Um and I think that that really stuck out to, and when he, he did, and I can't remember exactly where we were in the interview, but it was when he was really bad. I mean, when they said, you know, 3% chance, you know, it was not, you're going to walk again, right? It was no. that he would move from what the neck down. Yeah. Um, and he really wasn't willing to accept that. So it was one thing to not accept it. But then the other thing is to have this, this, I hope for himself and his future, right? And to not go into this place of despair and dwelling. And what he said to me was, like, there's few things he had control of, right? But, but he had control of that. He had control of his mind and his mindset and how he could view possibility. right? And so that is where he chose hope. Um, and it was one of the few things that he could control. And 
I, I think that choice, um, you could arguably say, is, is why he has the really kind of full, vibrant life that he has today is, is almost immediately he believed um, he had hope. He, be- he believed that, that he could get through it and he could create a meaningful life, a beautiful life, a life that he had hoped for. Yeah. And one of the things that stuck out to me from the interview, I just thought this was such a great way to think about those moments when despair does creep up and you are just having a shitty day and you're just feeling super sorry for yourself and and feeling hopeless like it's never going to end. And he said, I, of course I have my bad days, um, but I try to limit that time to bad hours or bad minutes. And I hadn't really thought about that before. Like, okay, I don't have to just throw away an entire day when I'm in a bad mood or I'm having a bad day. I can actually choose to limit that to a shorter time frame. I can control the time frame also is a revolutionary thought to me. Like, you know, oh, you can have your pity party for a few minutes and that's it. Or you can have your pity. Okay, you have one hour and then, you know, time to shift your thoughts, time to shift your gears. Yeah, I like that. And I, and I, um, I think you can allow it, right? You just, you just, and you hear people say that. You've heard yourself say, you like the next thing, you're waiting for the next bad thing to happen. Like, oh, of course I got a parking. It's just been one of those days. You know what I mean? Or whatever. You allow the day to, you almost like attract it, right? You just walk around with that energy as if every, um, and so I do think that's like an interesting uh idea to play with the next time you're having a bad day it's like you know what i'm going to set the freaking timer and i'm going to be in a really pissy mood and at 10:45 guess what then i need to stop being an asshole to myself and other people right exactly <laughs> yeah and there are ways to do that i mean it's not just you know one and done i mean this is there are practical things you can do you can well first of all you that that is like the number one is taking a step back that that taking that time giving yourself that time to like feelings to journal them to feel them because they are real they're not just we're not just trying to ignore them we are actively processing them and then the next once you've made that decision to move on, the next step is is taking some serious, doing some serious self-care. I mean, we're not talking bubble baths. We're talking, you know, all hands on deck. Arm yourself with everything that you need to mount a full-scale attack on your despair. So that could be, you know, seeking out therapy, talking to friends, meditating, journaling, um, setting some short-term goals, things that are really manageable and achievable, knowing that in the back of your mind that change is inevitable and you're not always going to feel this way. 
things will change. And just because maybe your plan A didn't work out doesn't mean that you can't have a solid plan B. There is nothing wrong with a solid plan B. Dream new dreams. Have an alternative. Keep failure in perspective. Changing course doesn't equal failure. We all have to grow new dreams. We all have to adjust in our life. And keeping that in perspective will make a big difference. Yeah, I love that you just said that. And that's really what Chris did is dream new dreams, right? Because he envisioned, right, being this able-bodied, you know, collegiate athlete. And and that was no longer an option. But the dream that and the life he has now um, with somebody who doesn't have the ability to walk, but has created, you know, between running his foundation and the camps he runs and he's a father and he dreamed a new dream for himself. And I, I, I do think there's something really special in that to grieve the loss of um, a dream or an idea or a vision of something um, that you have to let go of or that you lost um, and then allowing yourself, giving yourself permission to dream up the next thing, the next best thing, because it's possible, right? Because um, the alternative is what? Because this this future I thought I was going to have is no longer possible, and I will wallow in that. We'll wallow in it, grieve it, and then let it go, and then dream something new. Totally, yes. And, yeah. you know, hope has this future orientation, right? Dreaming has a future orientation. So it's it's a little bit of a dance too because it's important to stay focused on the present moment. We don't want to get way too ahead of ourselves and spend too much time planning for the future because that can just lead us back to feeling hopeless. So it's a little bit of a dance there to, to dream up those dreams, to let those visions emerge without putting so much pressure on yourself to have all of the answers figured out but um and 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 try to stay present while you're doing it try to stay in the moment so you're an in-house researcher for a little wiser (laughs) you do a fabulous job at researching in advance of these conversations Did you learn anything? Did you research anything about this notion of hope and people who embody hope, people who foster hope, people who live with hope? Okay, here's what I'll say in in some of the research that I did. Increasing positive emotion has true health and social benefit. This is, we know this, this is a fact. Um, Finding ways to manage healthy negative emotions so that they don't become unhealthy is really the sweet spot, right? We want to understand, you know, it's totally normal to have negative emotions, but what is not good is when it crosses into an unhealthy amount of negative emotions because that will truly have a negative impact on our health and well-being. So the choice of hope really helps us increase our positive emotions. And these strategies that I mentioned, you know, watching your watching yourself talk, watching what you're saying to yourself, being aware of your thoughts, limiting your negative experiences. These are all ways that 
we can increase our positive emotions and stay in that healthy range and avoid turning into a puddle of anxiety and fear because fear immobilizes us. We become paralyzed and we can't think clearly. We freeze that fight or flight thing that happens. So we want to choose hope to increase those positive emotions and, you know, do everything we can to stick to the facts um, because choosing hope over fear is a healthier alternative and it is always possible. Yeah, I love that. And it's not easy to do. Um, But, you know, as I shared with Chris in the interview and, and more importantly, he shared um, sometimes it's really your only option, right? Because the, uh, if the other option is to <clears throat> sit in fear, to live by fear, um, rather than to lean into hope and to get, um, excited, um, about your future and hopeful for your future. Um, it certainly seems like the obvious option as hard as it may be, depending on where you are in your life. So, um, well, thank you for this, Erica. And yesterday was a big day. Oh, yes. Do you want to tell them the significance of your day yesterday? And yours. Anna, yes. Yes, our day. Um, yesterday, I, at a very early hour, because my guest was in New York, recorded our 50th episode of All the Wiser, guys. Five, so the goal, the big five zero. The big, that was, you know, Erica and I two and a half years ago sat down at a coffee house and said, we're going to do 50 inspiring episodes. Um, we're going to give $100,000 away charity with this model can we figure it out how are we going to do it <laughs> what the f are we doing and yesterday it happened we reached that milestone um <clears throat> so we have which was so so exciting i did not ex- it was kind of like a private moment because i was ending recording an interview very <laughs> early in the morning um but i did Tend, send you a long um, sentimental tack. So congratulations, because this is a partnership. Um, oh, congratulations but- to you. I mean, this was your vision. This was your dream. And I'm just, I'm just happy to be along for the ride. I'm happy you haven't, you know, kicked me to the curb yet. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, all of that said, we have um, so many fun things on the horizon new things, different things um, that I can't wait to tell you about. And I will say the one word that I have been focusing on is engagement that I really want to um, get to know you guys better, get to know our listeners. So I guess by engagement, it means engaging more, right? Getting on Instagram live more, or um, finding ways to get to know you guys better and hear from you and hear what you like and um, just have fun with it. So we have 
a lot of really, really fun things. I have been working my ass off. So over the next few months, you guys are going to hear a lot about new things, um, about the podcast, about the future of the podcast, and um, some other really exciting things that I'm launching. Um, All of that said, I would love to hear from you. I think we show up and we do this podcast um, all the wiser and a little wiser too for you. Um, we do this with the intention that, that you're going to hear it and hopefully um, benefit in, in some way, big or small. And so we would love to hear what you want more of. What do you like? Um, do you have any favorite guests? Is there something cool you think we could do on Insta? Do you have an idea for mini episodes um, on the podcast? Literally anything and everything. We want to hear your ideas. We want to hear what you love. We want to hear what you don't love. Um, so you can email us at hello at all the wiser podcast.com. You can follow us on Instagram. Um, you can send us a DM all- on Instagram. Yes. Yes. That's what I was about to say. Sorry. <laughs> I interrupted you. <laughs> you did not listen to Richard's interview. I did on not. Listening. You're right. Yep. You cut me off. You did not listen I to did. Richard's interview on listening. Sorry. Er- Erica, go back and listen. <laughs> um, so you can DM us on Instagram. You can email us. You can email me at Kimmy at all the wiser podcast.com. Anything. Um, if you hate my voice, email, tell me your voice sucks. Do you not I mean, tell her her voice sucks. <laughs> that is just not cool at all. Someone did. She's saying that because someone did say that once on a review. And we. she has never forgotten it, clearly, because she's still talking about it. <laughs> so um, it took me a long time to say that. All of that. I'm really excited about everything to come. So please reach out. Um, in whatever way is best for you. And I can't wait to hear from you. Thank you for that, Kimmy. And uh, we will be back with you next week for our 50th episode. And it's going to be a good one, guys. So you don't want to miss it. Thanks so much for tuning in. And um, I hope that this episode helped give you some ideas about hope and uh, practical things you can do the next time you are um, struggling. So thanks. Thanks so much for being part of our All the Wiser family. And we will chat with you soon. All right. Uh, have a good weekend, Erica. Have a good weekend. All right, Bye. Talk to you soon. Bye. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.